You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In today's episode, I share a CEO confession and reveal the moment where I lost everything and almost quit my business. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillips. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you a CEO confession, which is the moment that almost broke me. So I'm going to be sharing with you what felt like really the hardest moment of my entrepreneurial journey. And it it was the moment where I almost quit my business. And this was something that when it happened, I really just could not see how I could keep going with my business. And maybe this is something that you've experienced where you thought this is it, I'm going to quit. Or, you know, maybe that moment hasn't come yet, but when it does, or if it does knock on wood, it never does. Then this episode is for you to kind of lean into for a little bit of support and a reminder that you can do hard things and face tough things and keep moving. So I started my business in 2016 about halfway through the year. So I moved to Bali, Indonesia in May, 2016. And at the end of the year, I'd been living there for about six months and I was about to go home to see my family. I had just had my first 10K month. I felt so successful. I really had no intention of ever being that successful with my business. I thought that I was just gonna kind of move overseas, make a little bit of money and backpack around Asia was my plan. Um, but unexpectedly I started doing really well and I was excited to go home and tell my family about how well I was doing. And the night before I got on the plane, which was a flight from Indonesia to Florida. So it's about 24 hours of travel time, something like that. So right, uh, the night before I get a email from my bank account, uh, from my bank saying that my account's overdrawn. And that really didn't make sense just because, I was doing well and I was supposed to have a couple of thousand dollars in there and I didn't know what was going on. So I log on and I see that my bank account is negative $8,000-ish. Can't remember the exact amount, just know that it was negative $8,000. And I didn't think that, at first it like didn't click. I was like, something's wrong here. Like there's an issue, like this is not even possible because I had never even heard of a bank account being negative that much money. So I was devastated and I just remember like letting go of my phone and it hitting the floor and just, it didn't make sense at all. And I was also panicking because this is my one and only debit card and I'm supposed to get on an international flight the next day. And now I have negative $8,000, right? Like how do you travel with that? So I would then find out Um, that someone that I had previously worked with and the social media management work that I had done for them um, several months prior and finished that they had gone and filed over $10,000 in chargebacks. And I would also find out that they did this to three other people. So they did this to their business coach, their brand photographer, their mindset coach, and me, who was their social media manager. So I 
was absolutely crushed. I remember kind of trying to figure out what was going on. And um, one of the other people who had had uh, known this person was trying to support all of us and figuring out what was happening. So she sent um, an email kind of supporting what happened so that we could try and get our money back, um, which I'll tell you about that a little bit in a minute. And the email said, I worked with Miss Blank as a client and friend for several months. She frequently confided in me about her spending habit. In 2016, she spent more than $100,000 on credit lines and began to experience buyer's remorse. She began going to several people whose services she used demanding large refunds. She demanded refunds from Blank for coaching services, Sabrina Phillip for social media management, a photographer named Blank, whose last name I cannot recall, and my, my, myself for a mindset class she had signed up for. Miss Blank signs up, doesn't do the work or provide what is needed for the professionals to succeed, and then demands refunds or chargebacks. She has a running track record of this, and at the request of the court, I can provide screenshots of conversations where she has told me about doing this. So in my case, she did not ask me for a refund. She did not express um, any sort of unhappiness with the work. She just went and filed a chargeback in my case. And some of the other people I found out she'd asked them for refunds, but in all of those cases, obviously she wasn't entitled to them. So they said no. So she just filed a chargeback anyway. Um, and the last thing the kind of email said was she simply is working to make others pay for her irresponsible spending. So that's kind of the context of what's happening is this lady's running around filing chargebacks to all these people. And the thing about that is just because you know, you know that someone's doing the wrong thing. It doesn't necessarily make the problem disappear immediately. So this happens the day before I'm supposed to go board a flight and see my family. And I just told them about my first 10K month and I was so successful and I was going to be telling them all about that. But now I had negative $8,000. So in Indonesia, the currency is Indonesian rupiah. So thankfully I had some cash. So I was able to pay for my cab to get to the airport. But when I got home and sat on my mom's couch, I just felt like such a freaking loser and the world's biggest failure. So very naturally, um, my mom was very concerned for me, which I mean, duh, like the situation was just insane. Um, and she thought that it was time to, you know, come home and, you know, maybe get a marketing job or do something, you know, more responsible, predictable. Um, you know, she had some friends and she was like, I'll help you get a corporate job, um, which as much as I hated the situation I was in, that sounded just a little bit worse. So I called my dad and he listened and I told him everything and about how I was like broke as a joke, broker than a joke. Everything sucked. This lady did this to me. Oh my gosh. And he listens and he listens and he listens and he says, give it six more months, go back to Bali. Hmm. So when I started my business, I flew to Bali one way plane ticket $800. This time I flew to Bali, one-way plane ticket, negative $8,000. And I basically started my business all over a second time. So back then I did not know how to handle chargebacks and I could not afford to hire a lawyer. So I really had no choice but to pay that money back to the bank. Um, and I paid it back over a while um, on a payment plan and it was really distressing. But I listened to my dad and I gave it six more months. And in that six month period, I would scale to 60K cash months. I met my now husband, then boyfriend, Paul. And two months after those six months, I was featured in Forbes. So eight months after that happened. So when I saw that number on my phone, 
negative $8,000. I really thought that that was the end. And I did not know how to come back from that. I felt, you know, pretty much just broken inside. But if I had not gone back and if I had not given it another six months, you would not be listening to this podcast. I would not be married to my husband. I would not have my dog. I would not live where I do. I would not have anything that I have in my life. So every time things get tough, I just remind myself, give it six more months because it really is incredible how much can change so quickly. And I just want you to know that hardship will happen to you in your business. Life is going to kick you in the teeth sometimes, but also you are made for times like these. I remember when I was starting my business, I would like write down all the tough things I was going through because I told myself that one day when I write a book, all of those stories were just going to make the book that much better. And so that's that's just what I also tell myself sometimes is like, this is just going to make the book, the comeback story that much better. So if I would have, you know, just called it quits, none of this would have happened. So there are going to be times in your business where things are really tough and unfair and seemingly impossible, but I promise you that you can get through them if you just keep going. Sometimes things will go wrong in your business and that is not a sign to quit. That is just a sign that some people are a-holes and sometimes things get messy, but you are still a CEO and you can handle hard things. And, you know, one thing that I will say from that experience that's really changed for me is I got very, very good at um, lawyers and boundaries and contracts and chargebacks and all of that. And that's not an issue I have in my business anymore. So I don't, you know, necessarily want to always learn lessons through fire. But if I, if I have to, I'm going to learn them and I'm going to make sure that that never happens to me again. So today's episode is based on a CEO Confessions newsletter. I send these out every Friday for free. And my intention with them is just to kind of peel back the curtain on what it's really like being a CEO of a big business and just kind of telling you the hard stories and the lessons learned and the deep dives into what it means to be a CEO, because I want to normalize that you can hold hard things and still get what you want. So if you want to get that free newsletter, it comes out every single Friday. Just go to sabrinaphilip.com forward slash CEO or sign up at the link in show notes. Thanks. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. We release new episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to work with me to scale your business to six, seven, or even eight figures, send me a message because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week.